Blessings to you for tuning in. In this episode, I'll be talking about, or rather the message and title is, No Disrespect to the Flag. Now recently, there has been an outbreak across America and basically all over the world of protests involving racial inequality, and police brutality towards black people. And there's been basically a seismic uh, shift in the, the change in attitude towards Black Lives Matters, the movement itself, and the term. Because initially, when the protest, the initial protest came about, Colin Kaepernick, the football player, former NFL quarterback, who is still seeking to get back in the league, he took a knee to protest, and he took it during the um, start of each game, so to speak, back in back in 2016, and other players follow suit, but Kaepernick was the main one doing this. And people people took that, white people in general, took it as disrespecting the flag. And <laughs> to my amazement, it always just nudge me the wrong way of how that could be. How can you take that way out of bounds when it was explained up front that this is not disrespecting America? This is not disrespecting the flag. But yet people wanted to take it that way. Run, take the ball and run with it that way. And I, like I said, I always thought, how could how could you misunderstand this? And, and and as I've said before, 
He didn't go out and burn a flag. He didn't go out and burn a flag. He didn't spit on the flag. And those would be very much disrespecting the flag. And as I speak to you, I'm a man who served in the military. I was in the Navy for six years. Been in law enforcement. Two years I was a correctional officer at a Perry prison in South Carolina. So I've been on both sides of this situation talking about the military and law enforcement. And with the military, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still, my military roots are, are still very much ingrained in me in my approach to work, in the, the way I do things. Like even my wife, she's the one who, who bought a flag several years ago and we got it in front of our home. So why is it that I understood what what's being said about taking a knee? Taking a knee is basically a respectful way of protesting and trying to bring to light the the the, the issues that ill America. And it's been going on for 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 decades. And we as black people have had it up to our necks. And I that may be and I'm not trying to put a, a special spin on this by even mentioning neck. As we know what happened to George Floyd. But it's perplexing to me how white America can spin this the wrong way, can act like they don't understand. (laughs) But it goes to show, it goes to show that be it rich or poor, middle class, it's that same scenario that they they just don't get it. Now, recently, in the, within the past couple of weeks, there's some light coming through, coming through, shining through, that they are starting to get it to some degree. They are starting to get it now with Roger Goodell. NFL commissioner <clears throat> he recently came out to um to um go on the side of good go on the side of right go on the side of morality and I'll get back with you on that Fantline will be back in a moment 
All right, fan line is back. And I'm about to get into Roger Goodell's, and I would say, apology to black America. Now, here's a guy, is the way I see it. Now, I think before he, before I, um, you hear his apology, so to speak, I think he um, wants to be on the side of the populist situation. Now, I'll get, I'll get going to more into, into that. Um, but first, uh, let's hear Roger on what he has to say about it. Let's see. It's been a difficult time for our country, in particular, black people in our country. First, my condolences to families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, and all the families who have endured police brutality. We, the National Football League, condemn racism and the systematic oppression of black people. We, the National Football League, admit we were wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier and encourage all to speak out and peacefully protest. We, the National Football League, believe black lives matter. I personally protest with you and want to be part of the much-needed change in this country. Without black players, there would be no National Football League. And the protests around the country are emblematic of the centuries of silence, inequality, and oppression of black players, coaches, fans, and staff. We are listening. I am listening. And I will be reaching out to players who have raised their voices and others on how we can improve and go forward for a better and more united NFL family. It is... Okay, <clears throat> that was NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell. Now, <clears throat> I think to some degree he was sincere, but also being that he's in a multi-billion dollar business that his hand was forced when it um, came to Drew Brees. His hand was forced. And he had to realize, he had to realize that he has a league that is predominantly black. And he doesn't want to uh, upset the apple cart, so to speak. And also seeing how the wind is blowing now, that many, many, many more people are on board with, with what's being said about racial inequality and the Black Lives Matter movement. Now, 2016 there was tremendous black backlash against the Black Lives Matter movement. And Donald Trump 
he came on board and put his two cents worth in it. And basically, the fans, so to speak, were in unison with what he was saying. And therefore, Goodell had to follow suit. But now, the temperature in the room has changed. And quite obviously, and I'm not surprised, maybe others are surprised, but I'm not surprised that Goodell has taken this stance. Now, at the same time, President Trump, President Trump, he still is on the opposite of this. And here's what he had to say. But Fantline will be back in a moment. Okay, we're back with Fantline. You know, um, President Trump is once again weighing in on a culture war topic that he helped elevate. NFL players kneeling during the national anthem. NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said that the league was wrong for not listening to NFL players earlier on issues of race, excuse me, race and oppression. So here's what President Trump tweeted. He said, could it be even remotely possible that in Roger Goodell's rather interesting statement of peace and reconciliation, he was intimating that it would now be okay for the players to kneel and he has those in capital letters, or not to stand for the national anthem, thereby disrespecting our country and our flag, Trump tweeted. So when other people are finally starting to get it, there comes Trump chiming in and continues not to talk about the issue at hand, not to talk about police brutality, not to talk about a system that has been against black people since its inception. No, he doesn't want to do that. But he wants to talk about disrespecting the flag. And I've said this before. With a system that goes against people in general because of color, a system of police officers who routinely, routinely harm black individuals and then routinely, most of the time, get away with it, especially from decades past. It's disrespectful to say that <clears throat> that we sweep these things under the rug. It's disrespectful for America 
not to adhere to these issues. That's disrespect to the flag. Now, the flag is to represent certain high standards and qualities that we as people are to be united together, hence the term United States. And when it comes to American values, American ways, and the American dream, we as Black people have yet to fully encompensate the American dream. So when these issues come about and we want to take a stand, and what better way to take a stand than a national platform, and then you call it disrespecting the flag. No, disrespecting the flag is going along as business as usual and turning a blind eye and a deaf ear to what's going on. That's disrespecting the flag. <clears throat> now, I want to get to uh, Drew Brees, which is why he is why Commissioner Goodell has had a change of heart, so to speak. Breeze was the lightning rod for, for the climate to change in the NFL, in the sports world. Be it people starting to realize that, hey, to be on the right side of this situation, to be on the right side of this situation, we have to change how we see this thing. You took and here's what Bree said. Several years ago, along with all of your teammates, uh, but you've also talked about that sometimes protests or demonstrations, for instance, in the middle of the national anthem might be divisive. So, what is the action we should take now? Well, that, that's not an easy that's not an easy question to answer. Um, but at the end of the day, I think my my response uh, via social media today was basically to um, reinforce my belief that um, uh, God created us all equal, and I think that we all have a responsibility um, to to love each other and to respect each other, um, and. Uh, I try to live my life by two basic Christian fundamentals. That is love the Lord with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. And I think that we accomplish greater things as a community, as a society, as a society and as a country when we do it together. And I think that we are all equipped with uh, great talents, abilities, and strengths. And we can use that with each other and for each other. Um, I think we can accomplish some amazing things. And, and obviously, these are, these are trying times during our country, um, certainly coming out of uh, this COVID crisis and then entering into another crisis or really these two uh, compounding with, with each other. I think we all recognize the changes that need to take place. 
And I do think it's about action versus just, you know, everybody's going to social media and kind of saying their piece. Um, obviously, there are riots and there are protests and um, people are certainly out there showing um, their frustration as well. But I think at the end of the day, we need to find ways to work together to provide opportunities for one another to continue to move our country forward to a bigger and better place. Dan Roberts here. Thanks for joining us. Uh, if we stick with this topic right now, you know, everyone is looking back now at Kaepernick's protests from a few years ago, and obviously they were always about police brutality, and now it's coming back to the fore, and a lot of people expect that we will see players kneeling again even when the NFL season starts. I'm curious how you think the NFL will and should respond to that, and of course, you're such a leader in the league. Uh, what is your responsibility as a leader uh, in times like this for the rest of your teammates and, and players in the league? Well, I, I will I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see, or what I feel when the national anthem is played, and when I look at the the flag of the United States, I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem, that's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s. And everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better. And that we are all part of the solution. Okay, that was Drew Brees. That was Drew Brees. And his comments about the flag and disrespect. Now, the very next day he was, well, that day he was blistered in social media. He took a pounding. And quite frankly, his teammates, black teammates, also just blistered him for his comment. For is not being aware of what's fully going on. He made comments like um, being together, unity, America being united. But here's the thing. We're, we are a ways from being united when one race of people is treated with just indignity by law enforcement. I'm not talking every situation, but you get the, the overall aspect of what I'm saying. And while another race is being shown disrespect and, and just flat out being murdered, there's just no way else to put that. 
no way else to put that. Drew Brees' attitude on this was not so much of an attitude, but his response was, again, about disrespecting the flag and what he sees and so forth. What? I've had relatives in the service. Talk to my relatives in the service who came back from World War II and shown blatant disrespect. They fought for their country, our country, and told to go to the back of the bus. Told you can't drink out of the same water fountain. Told when you um to uh, in a move sitting in a movie theater to you have to sit on the balcony way up top. Coming into a restaurant, oh you can't sit here, you have to sit in the corner. Things like that. Men of courage and women who bled for this country and yet were spat on, hung, killed with no process of the judicial system. You tell them about respect. You tell them about respect. And when you see it from that point of view, then you will start to understand the anger and rage of what's going on today. Then you start to understand. Now, of course, uh, Mr. Breeze, he came back and made an apology of what he said. But does he fully comprehend of what's going on? Does he fully comprehend from what I just said about men of color, women of color being in the service and then coming back home and showing and being showed blatant disrespect? See, this is what we've had to deal with if you want to talk about the flag. This is what we had to deal with. So we can't talk about unity and coming together until you understand and the rest of white uh, white America under, fully understands of what we've had to go through and continue to endure. So please don't tell me about um, other things about black people that's going on I know all about that. I, you know, I, I voice those concerns. I'm talking about this specific situation. Don't tell me about, you know, good Christian white Americans because you are the same ones who still don't get it. Drew Brees, good man, Christian, white American, but yet this thing has went totally over his head. So until we have true unity is when you get true understanding from one another. 
Well, that's it for today's episode. Please feel free to comment and share. And if you feel led to give a donation, I will gratefully appreciate your support. And I leave you with this word from Romans 12.2. Be transformed by the renewing of your minds. I said.